The Army hired the RAND Corporation to examine its use of social media. It wanted to better understand what information appeals to potential recruits and what might be markers for recruitment potential. For some of what it learned, I spoke with RAND senior economist Jenny Wenger. The Army was trying to get a better understanding of what platforms were used. I mean, they have a general sense of their platform use, of course. They were trying to get a sense of how much those platforms are used. In other words, how many people visit um, various web pages, how many people follow them on Twitter and Facebook, and how active are those followers. But the thing they were really interested in is what type of online material really engages people, and what can we say about the audience who is engaged. Because the statistics of how many followers and so on, that's readily available. But I guess it's hard to tell whether they care enough about what they're seeing. Exactly, exactly. Um, The answer to that uh, depends a little bit about the platform. But for example, um, if we talk about GoArmy.com for a second, that's the Army's um, major web page. They use it for recruiting, but they also use it for a variety of other purposes. Um, Many soldiers visit that page to find out lots of different types of information. So the Army has a sense of how many people visit the pages. Um, But what we were able to do is we were able to link that data up with contract data We could not follow individual users on the page, but we could link through geography and time, and we could say something about the relationship between visiting the GoArmy.com page and eventually joining the Army. And you also were able to garner some idea of the technology level of the people visiting, whether they had a smartphone, whether they had broadband at home. If you're thinking about recruiting, you're generally thinking, thinking about young adults, And among young adults, technology usage is extremely high. What we've seen over time, actually, is that the use of technology is really converging among young adults across income levels. Part of that has to do with smartphones. Um, Smartphones have allowed some young adults to sort of skip over the need for broadband access on a computer. And it's actually um, made the level of information available more even across the income spectrum. So lots of young adults, virtually all young adults, have really good access to information. And anyway, most young people today, especially young men, would rather have a really good smartphone than a hot car. Yes, yes, exactly. So what did you find? What were some of the major findings? We we also developed um, a bunch of strategies to categorize the information that people consume. Um, so we could say things about the number of people who visited sites and the number of pages that they u- usually visited on GoArmy.com, and typically that was three or four pages. But we could also say something much more detailed about what types of pages people viewed. And on GoArmy.com, for example, people who are visiting the site spent more, far more time on career-based pages. So they were most interested in pages that described jobs within the Army. And one of the um, interesting things that we found, GoArmy.com serves many different audiences. It is not only for people who are considering joining the Army. Uh, We know that soldiers quite often visit the page. We can tell this um, a couple of ways. One is the types of pages that are visited. Um, For instance, soldiers use the GoArmy.com page to learn about their next assignment, to learn about their next base, and to learn details about uh, an MOS or an occupation that they might be considering entering. Recruits visit the page, too. The homepage does seem oriented toward joining. I mean, if you look at the main buttons on GoArmy.gov, or .com, actually, Team, Mm -hmm. benefits, careers, bonuses, 
and join is there. And then there's one called talk. So most of those seem oriented toward getting to know the Army and what it can do for you. That's true. And now we did find a small relationship, too, between um, the number of people who visit the Army um, from a specific area um, and the number of people who sign a contract. It generally takes quite a while. Um, it's not a case of a person looks at GoArmy.com and they immediately show up in the Army. There's a process here. Um, they may use GoArmy.com, for instance, to find a recruiter. It may take some time to think about it, may eventually go to the processing station and then sign a contract and enlist. But again, we also found that GoArmy.com is used to push out a lot of different information to other people, too. We're speaking with Jenny Wenger. She's a senior economist at the RAND Corporation. So given the relatively low correlation between simply going to GoArmy.com and joining, is there any other medium the Army uses that has a stronger correlation between visiting and joining? We also looked at the Army's Facebook and Twitter accounts, and it was, um, at this point, it's still more difficult to tie those directly to contracts. I mean, here's what I would say overall. The Army's uh, social media strategy is one piece of its recruiting strategy. I don't think it's likely that um, social media strategy or an online website will replace recruiters any time in the future that I can foresee. But it is one important part of the Army's recruiting strategy. And social media, to me as a researcher, um, social media data offers the answers to questions that we couldn't get easily in other ways. For instance, we can see, if we think about Facebook or Twitter, um, we can see the information that people are most interested in because that's the information that they tend to mention, share, retweet, depending on the platform you're talking about. And so we're able to give the Army some pretty valuable information. Um, for instance, their posts and shares that have to do with Army values are very popular in their audience. Those are the ones that often get retweeted. Posts and shares about history and the Army's place in history often get retweeted as well. So we can give them some valuable information about what people are consuming from social media. You know, there's a axiom in, and I'll mention cars again, in automotive buying, but also any other kind of expensive object that you buy, that people tend to do research on it and go to the site that represents it after the purchase. And so I wonder if that's an effect for the Army. Once people decide to be recruited or to join up, then they almost validate their decision by some of the richer information that's available on these sites. Absolutely. And we found evidence of that as well. Um I'm going to return to the Go Army page for a second because, again, that was the page that we used to examine visits over time and the relationship between visits and contracts. And in some cases, visits precede contracts. But we also see when there are a number of contracts in an area, there'll be a spike in visits to GoArmy.com afterward. And that would um, this absolutely consistent with what you said, consistent with um, those who've decided to enlist learning more about specific occupations, learning more about specific aspects of the Army after they've made their decision. And what were your conclusions in terms of recommendations you might have for the Army with respect to the information it puts out and what channels it puts them out through? Well, we made some very specific recommendations um, 
such as make sure you understand the mentions and retweet shares and likes that gives you really uh, valuable information about the posts that are most popular. For instance, if you see that um, posts about the Army's place in history are retweeted often, that would suggest that um, it might make sense to put more emphasis on those history posts, particularly at specific times of the year, you know, at holidays that are meaningful for the services. But another sort of bigger picture recommendation that we made. Um, Social media gives the Army a way to learn and experiment with information. Um, It's difficult to do otherwise. For instance, we tracked the Army's Facebook posts. They posted um, some very similar posts on Facebook. Some of them focused on soldiers who were women, and some of them did not. And what we were able to say from that was that overall, the Army's audience had a very positive response to seeing women in uniform. They had a very positive response to learning about um, women's experience in the Army. So you can learn some things about the audience that way, too. Jenny Wenger is a senior economist at the RAND Corporation. Find a link to study highlights and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature. Looking to expand or move your company? Look no further than Ohio. With a talented workforce for in-demand industries like tech, healthcare, engineering, manufacturing, and more, you can staff up and scale for growth. Ohio's central location and reliable infrastructure will help you impress your customers, while Ohio's affordable cost of living and quality of life will excite your employees. Why survive somewhere else when your business can thrive in Ohio? Visit successinohio.com today.